Welcome to This Is Life. This is, of course, Sean Johnson. Hello, everybody. I hope you guys are having another wonderful week. Uh, spring is finally starting to peak out, I believe. Uh, so I, you know, I'll, I'll take it. I, I, I realized I was kind of listening to some past podcast episodes and it seems like I always start off with how the weather's doing. I, I don't know. Maybe this is the first thing I think of. I think I'm perpetually waiting for warmer weather and even the summertime. I'm, I'm, I'm very sad when it starts to go away. So, uh, so forgive me for that. I guess if you want to know uh, what the, what the weather's like around the area of where I live, uh, tune into the podcast and I'll tell you <laughs> anyway, I hope and pray you guys are hanging in there and uh, are staying healthy and happy. And uh, again, I really appreciate everyone who's listening. Just real quick before we kind of get into today's show, uh, you know, I know that we've, uh, let's put it this way. I'm really pleased. I'm really pleased that uh, in myself, if I can say that, uh, that we've been able to be consistent uh, since around the second week of the, of the year. And I'm planning on continuing to be consistent, continuing to just do a, an episode a week as long as possible and as long as there's air in my lungs. And, you know, I I basically, you know, I used to kind of make the excuses of what is there to talk about? Well, the show is called This Is Life. So literally my options are limitless and, and I can spend a lot of time just preaching and, and going to the Bible or just talking about life in general or daily topics or hopefully have some guests on it again soon. I mean, we could pretty much do whatever we want on the show and uh, I'll continue to do it as long as you guys keep listening, uh, which, you know, we're averaging, I think, like 300 plus listeners, at least downloads a week. So, uh, you know, I, I, I'm just grateful for all, all of you. Uh, if you want to kind of let me know that you're out there, I'd really love to hear from you. Uh, you can email me, thisislifepod at gmail.com. Uh, we have the Twitter handle, this is life pod. Uh, you can also go on to iTunes and do a rate and review of the show. Uh, just find the show on your, on, on your, on your, uh, podcast on uh, app and just scroll all the way down to the very bottom and you can actually leave a review and, uh, stars if you want to, to kind of just let Apple know how you're enjoying the show. Uh, also if you go to my website, this is lifepod.com. Uh, you can actually listen to all past podcast episodes. Maybe you can check and see if you missed any. It's kind of easily accessed there. But also leave comments on, on the podcast as well. Uh, hey, I really like this one. Or, hey, you got this completely wrong. I mean, whatever you want to say. Uh, it's just kind of nice to hear some feedback. Um, you know, not for any other reason other than just it kind of helps me to stay motivated to keep on moving on and going on, you know. Um it's really easy if I'm, as I'm saying, talking, you know, to a microphone, uh, you know, if I let my brain kind of think about too much, I'm just literally feel like I'm talking to the air, to the walls, uh, you know, but at the same time, I have to just remember that I'm not doing it for any other reason other than to glorify God and to just have a place to, uh, you know, for me just to kind of speak from the heart and, you know, if, if it blesses somebody out there, that's what I really want. I really want this to be a, a place of just a comfort and joy and entertainment and 
maybe inspiration and motivation to just be closer to God and to love your brother or sister more. Uh, that's what we all want. We all want to be able just to know that we're doing our very, very best uh, with all the capability that we have to love one another better and greater than we did yesterday. And that's one of the reasons why we have the show is just so that we can, I can do just that. So we can just talk about better and better ways to just love one, one another more than we had yesterday. And, and so that's kind of, you know, I, I'm grateful for that. So let's kind of move on with today. What I want to talk about, um, I, we've been doing a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of preaching lately, which is not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, that's what I feel like, you know, I can, I, I, I can be, give me a topic and I can preach on it. Uh, you know, and I think that's definitely has its place and it's good. And hopefully it's been inspiring to you and hopefully you've learned some things. Like I've learned some things as I'm going around and teaching and preaching. Um, we haven't had any guests on lately. Hopefully that will soon change. Uh, we got to figure out a way to, even if I get calls some of my friends up, even hey, let's just talk on the podcast. Um, but also, it's kind of fun just to hear, hopefully, just to kind of hear more about just what my thoughts are on certain topics, and maybe just to uh, have some conversation, as if you and I were sitting in a room talking one to another. Uh, it just it also helps me to um, just kind of make sure that I'm, I don't know, wanting to just engage with you as well. I talk about you guys engaging with me. Uh, part of, you know, uh, that as well as me engaging with you and you guys hearing a little bit more about me. So, uh, one of the things I love to do, I think it's be the third, maybe the fourth time. I don't know in the history of the show that we do what I like to call random question generator, where I found this website where you can actually literally just push a button and it will, uh, pop up a question, uh, just a rant, literally just that a random question. And I have to answer it no matter what it is. Uh, and if I have an answer, hopefully, uh, I'll go to share that on the show. If I don't have an answer, then I guess I'll just go to the next one, but I at least have to attempt to answer it. Uh, that's kind of the rules I've set for myself. And so I'd like to do that today. I'd like today to kind of be just a fun uh, time where we can just, uh, I just do random questions and answer them and have a conversation. And again, you guys can even do this. Just go to random question generator, go to your Google and type that in and you'll find the website. It's one of the top ones there. And it's kind of fun to play with friends or family or maybe, you know, just to maybe put some of these questions in your notes app. That way, if you're meeting new people, you just have fun questions to ask people to get to know them a little bit more. Uh, that's one of the that's one of the desires that I have for the show is that we are all uh, learn learning new ways to communicate with one another better. Uh, again, we have all the means in the world to communicate, but it seems like communication is like the least likely thing that we do anymore. As far as you know, real honest to goodness, you know communication between people that doesn't involve emojis or anagrams like actually conversation and uh so it's okay to you know ask questions and i think that's important to ask questions you just and it don't have to be like deep questions just questions about somebody else i mean the best thing that we can do as human beings is just take an invested interest in somebody else besides ourselves i mean how much of a of an impact does that make on everybody just that's why i always try to learn people's names you know whether i'm out and about in the customer service world or just wherever I'm at, you know, just learning people's names and saying their names, you know, and just because you know, our names are 
they're part of our identity. They're part of who we are. They're unique to us. And so, you know, when you're talking to somebody and you use their name and you, you know, it takes it from just an interpersonal to a personal conversation, and it really just makes a big difference. All right, so let's go ahead and head on over to the random question generator, and we'll do like maybe, I don't know, several of these, three to four maybe, and until I kind of get tired of it, and we'll just uh, have fun with uh, the random question generator. So let me pull my website up. Pushing the button, and I'm not going to do the sound effect like I usually do because I think it sounds kind of silly. So we'll just, I'll push the button and ask the question and answer. All right, first question is, oh, that's a good one. Okay. What kind of old person would you like to become? That's a good answer that maybe even in yourself. What kind of old person would you like to become? Well, first off, I hope to become an old person. Amen, right? <laughs> I hope that I can stay and, and, and know that I lived a good long life. I've done my best to maintain a healthy body, spirit, and soul. Uh, that God, you know, has allowed me to be and, and interact with as many people as possible here on this earth, and that I don't end up with any regrets. I you know I just I I guess number one thing just at the end of my life when I'm an older person that. I just look back at my life and I just, I'm pleased with the decisions I made and, and the bad decisions I made that I learned from them and did make them again. Um, I also hope to be, you know, kind. I don't want to be a grumpy old man. I, I've noticed, you know, that even as I've gotten into my forties now, uh, I, I, it's like, I've realized that I'm not as patient as I used to be. And a lot of that just comes from just, unfortunately, you think you just get weird down with, you're, you know, yeah, even, even, even me who loves life and love people. I mean, it's, I, I will still, I, I'll admit that I get irritated with people and, 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 and just, I'll just call it stupidity, you know, right. Uh, but it doesn't mean that that takes away from the, uh, responsibility to have kindness and love in your heart for everybody. Even if people are making some dumb decisions, because I mean, no, we've made our own share of dumb decisions that people probably got frustrated and tired with us. So we can't really hold that against somebody else. Um, so I think that kind would be nice if I was to say I would be I'd like to be an old person that is that people look up to, that people respect, that they want to love and respect, that they have wisdom, that they maybe even seek out for wisdom. Um, you might, I think about an older person, obviously I go back to, I go to my grandparents, specifically my grandpa on my mother's side who, uh, I, you know, he passed away when I was in my late teens, I was 19 years old. So quite a long, almost golly, I'm 41 now. So it's been over 20 years. Oh, it doesn't even feel like it's, it's hard to believe, but yeah, he passed away over 20 years ago. And, um, you know, he, meant a lot to me growing up and, and and a lot of that's just because of just his availability just his willingness to talk and to be present for you know his family and his generosity was well known you know he was an optometrist in the west texas area and i remember several stories of families who uh, didn't have money who didn't have the means necessary and he would still see them in, in his practice. He would still do surgeries for them, and and to, um, you know, to, to he did he did he didn't see his gifts and his talents of, of being an eye doctor as something you know that was exclusive to those who had the money. He saw this as something that he was a gift from God, and and he wanted to bless people with it. And and I kind of would hope that like that when I 
do get older, you know, and even up until then, I'm using the gifts and talents that God's given me to be a blessing to others and that they um, will be, you know, will be taken, you know, how I say, just just that, that, that I'll just be, you know, have a reputation of just being that kind and loving person. Um, I also want to, to travel. I would like to have a lot of memories as a, an older person of just a lot of travels with my wife, my daughter, and just experiences. I'd like to, you know, I'm I'm not necessarily into like thrill seeking. I don't necessarily need to go and skydive or, you know, um, uh, hike. You know, Mount Zion. Have you ever seen those Mount? I don't know if you ever seen it. Google, like Google. I think it's called Angels Landing in Mount Zion. It's like the most dangerous hike in all of America. Google, you should go to YouTube. Go to YouTube and type in Angels Landing in Mount Zion. I think the reason why they call it Angels Landing is because when you land after falling, you become an angel, right? I mean, it's like it's it's like if you imagine like this giant, super steep peak that you have to hike along the top of this mountain. And the only thing that's that's stopping you from falling thousands of feet is this chain, you know, uh, this chain, literally a chain in between metal sta- sta- stakes, uh, along oh, this, 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 and it's only one way. You can't. It's, there's no two way street. It is literally a path wide enough for one person to hike up and over, and uh, you have basically the only safety harness you have is this chain between metal pole, metal poles. Uh, I'm not interested in doing that. Um, like, hey, go for it if you are. My brother talks about doing that kind of thing. I'm like, hey, if you, that's your thing, bro, go for it. Now, I don't mind. The one thing I do want to do, and I, I've already told Rachel this, like, you know, if I can ever get down to a really healthy weight where I'm confident in my physical shape, <laughs> okay, and I'm not talking about shape as in, as shape as in less round, although that would be nice. I'm talking about just my, you know, shape is in my health and my well-being and everything else i would like to go um go swim with sharks like how cool i've always thought it'd be really awesome to like go like to some tropical area hawaii or the bahamas or australia someplace that you know uh, takes a a professional charter i'm not trying to do some 47 meters down business you know like that movie uh, where the the shark cage, you know, went down to the bottom of the ocean. I'm not trying to do that. So I'm going to hopefully read a lot of reviews before I pick who I want to go with. You know, make sure they have a good rep- a good reputation uh, for safety and uh, all those things. You know, but I would love to get into a, a cage and be around sharks. I, I love the ocean. I love, you know, aquatic wildlife. Um the, the 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 most eeriest circumstance I've ever had, which is the also the coolest, uh, was uh, I love to snorkel. I, I snorkeling is like my number one favorite activity. I mean, if anybody would say what's your hobby, I guess I would say snorkeling. Even though I, I've only done it a handful of times in my life, but every single time I do it, uh, I mean, I would literally be out there all day. I mean, the worst sunburn I've ever had became uh, from snorkeling on my stomach, you know, in the water and having my exposed back for just hours, just because I couldn't leave. I just I had to stay there. And anyway, while I was snorkeling outside of what's called Black Rock, it's this beautiful. Uh, snorkeling area in Maui 
was years ago, but uh, it was during the whale season. Okay, the whale uh, in the between December and March, uh, humpback whales go through the, between the channels of the Hawaiian Islands, and they go there to mate and to raise to raise their young and all this other stuff. And I got to actually hear while I was snorkeling and close to the shore in the water, I could hear whales singing. And it was just the coolest, albeit most eeriest thing I've ever had. And as I've always had just this fascination for uh, just the ocean and the creatures in it and being able to be in a, in a cage you know, with sharks, I guess it kind of takes away from the, you know, this is going to lead to a different question, but that's kind of my whole point is just that as far as kind of an old person, like I would like to be able to have a lot of experiences in my life and specifically even travels that I can look back and just smile on and, you know, just know that I, I did, you know, went as many places as I could in my life that God gave me. All right. Next question. How much privacy are you willing to sacrifice for safety. Well, that's an interesting question. How much privacy are you willing to sacrifice for safety? Uh, growing up the way I did, um, I learned a lot from my teenage years about just surveillance. And I mean, of course, you're, when you're growing up like me and your dad and your mom have a Bible prophecy ministry, uh, you know, you're going to hear a lot of things that most teenagers aren't going to hear about when it regards to surveillance and the mark of the beast and, you know, the the microchips and, I mean, all these different things. I mean, I, I heard about technology in the 90s that was, a, it was, a, it was a, a science fiction that we now have, you know, every single every single day. Um, and, you know, I, I think that it's very important that we maintain privacy. Now, here's the thing: is I will be way, I have more, um, you know, like privacy. Really, for me, it's for my children. For my daughter, is number one and and only. I mean, I don't. Uh, we try not to put our daughter on, you know, Facebook, or you know, we try to protect her as much as possible and give her her own sense of security. You know, some people don't do that, which is fine. Everyone has their own different opinions and beliefs in what they do. But for us, our, you know, keeping as low a profile for our daughter is very important to us. Uh, she'll have her own footprint in social media and all that later on in her life to what degree she wants to. Um, but I don't think it's, a, I don't think honestly safety should be exchanged for privacy in any way. Um, I think that we should all be very careful on what we put out there in, in the world, especially in, you know, I mean, in, in, if we're even doing online shopping, it can be dangerous. Uh, and I think that's kind of the way it is anymore. I mean, golly, especially in the last year, I mean, I, I definitely have done more online shopping than I have any other time, <laughs> you know, just because I don't go into stores really much anymore. So, uh, you know, I guess just that's with that question. Um, I can't think of really too much more things that I would do to change it differently. I just, uh, it's very important to me to maintain safety. And uh, if that means to not put my personal business out there as much as possible, I'm, I think that's perfectly fine. All right, next question. All right. What do you contribute back to society? Well, 
I guess the show. That's one thing. I mean, yeah, it doesn't cost me much at all. I mean, as far as aside from paying the host, uh, I'd like to, you know, do more for society, especially, you know, when I was a pastor, you know, we did a lot of different things, you know, to contribute back to society. You know, we volunteered at, you know, the administered at the local homeless shelter. You know, we partnered with other churches, you know, to do various outreaches and, you know, um, uh, food gatherings, you know, for the community. Um, I mean, you, you, you have all sorts of things that you'd, you know, do as pastors and as churches just to be a part of the community as a whole, not just, you know, and not just about building the church, but just about building the, 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 the family of God in general. Um, as far as contributing to society, I, I think that, Number one, being a good person. I think that's one of the best things any of us can do to co- to contribute to society, to contribute back to the society. Just being a good person. Uh, there's plenty of negativity go to go around. Plenty of people who don't even want to be a part of society that, and they they mean to people. And I don't really want that to be my legacy, and I don't think that you would either. Uh, so I think that that's number one thing we can do to contribute back to society is just to be a good person, to be kind, to again learn people's names to have communications and talks and 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 just really get to know one another um i think volunteering volunteering in some way you know maybe just making i think it's the whole point is just trying to make somebody's day better and different you know I, I think that's the biggest thing that we can do is just leave marks behind and that that can come from just a you know writing a really nice thank you card to somebody who maybe gave you a gift or just did something nice for you i mean we don't really talk about thank you cards anymore but man those those go a long way to putting a smile on somebody's face you know that, that you took the time out to acknowledge their gift that's important um, it used to be standard anymore, though. I think it'd be considered like a treat, you know, which I guess kind of puts a perspective just kind of where we are as a society. You know, thank you notes used to be just a standard part of life, and now they're very rare. Um, and I think a lot of that just comes from just we have, we're losing sight of that personal, intimate companionship and unfortunately the pandemic has not helped at all in that regard and that's one thing i think i mentioned several weeks ago that i'm mostly concerned about is that at the end of all of this is said and done that we're going to lose a part of our intimacy and humanity and that you know gathering you know together i mean i I could again i can tell you people i've shook hands and are hugged with on one hand in the last year um and that's just man i used to you know, when you're especially as a pastor, just a Christian, I mean, hugs and handshakes were like, you know, a regular occurrence. I mean, I had a guy come last night to our house to give us an estimate on building, on building, replacing our windows in our house. And we stood six, six feet away from each other and had masks on the whole time. Generally, walk in, shake my hand, shake his hand. How you doing? You know, good. Thank you for coming over. I mean, just exchange niceties and pleasantries and you don't think nothing of it. Nowadays, you're like afraid to be around one another. And so, you know, we, we have to like find ways to really keep that closeness together even and still try to be safe at the same time. What looks delicious but tastes terrible? That's an interesting question. So let me think about that. What looks delicious but tastes terrible? Uh, 
what looks del- roses? I guess I don't guess roses don't necessarily look delicious. They look pretty, but they don't necessarily look delicious. Um, boy, that is a really tough question. I'm trying to think of things that, um, and if you're out there, maybe maybe you have something in your mind that you thought of right away. I really can't think of anything. Um, looks delicious, tastes terrible. I mean, I can think of the natural things that I don't like, you know, that I guess are okay looking like broccoli or asparagus or, you know, uh, I, I like, I mean, don't, don't, I, there are definitely a lot of green vegetables I like. Brussels sprouts, a lot of people don't, don't like those. I don't mind those. Um, boy, I can't really think of anything that lo- that looks delicious. Like Chinese food? I don't know. <laughs> you go to Chinese buffets, a lot of it may look good, but a lot of it may not taste very good. Uh, I, that's just me personally speaking. I'm not a big for, fan of Chinese buffets, and some people I know like love them. So, hey, to each their own. Uh, sorry, guys. I don't really have a good question. for. I don't have a good answer for that one. So, I guess if you have a better question, a better answer for it, then awesome. Use that in your conversations. What looks delicious but tastes terrible? I can't really think of one. What do you think existed before the universe was created? Uh, nothing. That, that's the answer to that question. Um, nothing was here before the universe was created. I like the word that they used, created, because I personally believe that the world, universe, that it was created by God. Now, how it was created, I think that's definitely up for interpretation. The Bible doesn't really give us specifics. It gives us you know, stories and, alleg- and allegories and illustrations and, you know, some people truly believe in a actual seven days creation experience. And some people believe in, you know, how the Bible talks about every day is a thousand years to God. So it took God 6,000 plus 7,000, you know, to rest in the last day to create the earth. Some people, you know, say that that's just a, a timeline for how people understand creation. But in reality, that the Big Bang Theory was God, you know, creating the universe. And... We have been around for millions of years. I mean, I, I'm I'm not gonna sit here and I mean, the, the science is, is is out there that we have that this build that this the Earth has been around for millions of years. You can't really deny that. Um, I mean, you can say all you want about the Bible as far as having only being six thousand years old, but I just the evidence is not there for that. Uh, that if you only have a six thousand year old Earth, seems a bit strange to me. Um, especially when we have, you know, artifacts that are proven to be around much, much longer than that. So what do I think existed before the universe created? I literally think it was just a nothing. Uh, there was just nothing there, literally nothing. It came from nothing, because but then God made it happen. What's the craziest conversation you've overheard? Oh, goodness gracious. Craziest conversation that I have overheard heard okay that's that's a really good question okay there was there was one moment okay i think the well, i don't know if it's a conversation but it was an event that happened i was on a shuttle bus uh going from the air was just landed in dallas i did i used to do a lot of work down in dallas with my uh, dad's church down there and, and the video production and everything like that that i was helping him with and so i would go down the regular basis and you would take a shuttle bus from the hotel I'm sorry, from the airport to the shuttle to the rental car company. And so I got into the rental car shuttle. I'm sitting in the, I don't know if you've ever seen those before. They have basically uh, f- 
if you walk in, there's like this, you know, covered shuttle bus that has rows facing each other or your know, seats of rows facing each other down the middle and in the back of the bus you have you know it's facing forward so you have two rows facing each other and then in the back a row facing forward and kind of like a u-shape right and um <laughs> as i'm sitting in the back of this uh, of the bus facing forward um there's a group of this family that just came on. It was like a mom and dad and a couple of kids or whatever. And one of the kids, like he had, he had headphones on, wasn't paying attention, had his foot sticking straight out into the middle of the aisle. And I, I just, I mean, literally, I mean, unnecessarily sticking straight out of the aisle. And I was like, this, this may not go good. Cause there were still people getting on board. And so I happened to notice all of a sudden this older couple get in, walk in and they're needing to find their seat. And as they're walking in, the old man uh, stumbles onto, you know, stumbles over this this kid. He's probably like teenager, like like preteen age. Stumbles over the kid's foot, and the kid just ridiculous. Ow! Ow! He just starts like you know making a big deal, and the old man goes, "Oh, I'm sorry. Did I?" As he tripped over the foot, he goes, oh, "I'm sorry. Did I?" Kick your foot there. Sorry, I didn't you know? Didn't mean to run into it. It's kind of sarcastically speaking. Like, really, you know? Like, I, I think I could have fallen, and it just that's that's just part of the craziest conversation I've ever remember hearing. Uh, just see, just this, just like rather than the kid being like, "I'm sorry, sir. Excuse me." No, he was all like, "Ah!" <laughs> anyway, yeah. So make sure you put your feet in, okay? Especially when you're, you know, in a crowded, crowded place. Give some people some courtesy and let them have some room to walk. <laughs> Okay, next question. Before you make a call, do you rehearse what you're going to say? Um, no, that's probably to my detriment. I, um, I, I don't rehearse what I'm about to say. I mean, like, if I'm going to know that I'm going to leave a voicemail or something, you know, I try to have something maybe written out. But if I'm just, call, I have no problem calling people. I, in fact, I prefer to call people. Uh, yes, I'm one of those people. Like, if you... If we're texting back and forth and, and, and I have the opportunity to call you, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and call you because I, I, I don't think that communication through text is the most uh, best way to, to get to cross to people. <laughs> I think that actually having a, a, a honest to goodness voice conversation is the best way to communicate. Uh, so no, I don't, I don't rehearse what I'm about to say. Now I probably did when I was a teenager, if I knew I was about to call a girl, you're right. You know, I, you know, I would stay there and, you know, nervous conversation. Oh, okay, is this what I'm going to say? No, that doesn't sound good. No, I'll try it this way. No, no, it doesn't sound good. Um, One of the bad habits I do have when it comes to phone calls is I don't say goodbye. I just hang up and that's a problem. And that's, I don't, I wish, I wish it wasn't like that. Honestly, if you're ever on the phone with me and I, you and I are done talking and, I just hang up the phone when I'm done and I don't say goodbye. I apologize in advance. It's not personal. I promise you. I just, for some reason, I just, I, I don't say goodbye. I just be like, all right, thanks. Click. And then the other person's usually, blah, blah, blah. especially it happens all the time. Like if I'm done talking and you're not, and I've already put it in my mind that we're 
the, the conversation's over, I just go to hang up. And I can't tell you how many times I hang up the phone or I'm pushing the button and I hear the other person, you know, still talking. And I have to call them back and they'd be like, Sean, you did it again. Uh, that's a problem of mine. So if I've ever done that to you, those of you who are listening, uh, and I apologize immensely. It's not on purpose. Uh, that's just how I... Uh, I I hang up the phone and um, hopefully you haven't held that against me. <laughs> I really try not to do that, and when I do, oh, I just I know it frustrates you, and you know it frustrates me too. Do you like horror? Last, last question. Uh, do you like horror movies? Why or why not? Um, I used to. I don't so much anymore. It's not necessarily because I'm scared. I just. I don't know. They just don't excite me much anymore. Um, there was a small window of my life when I was a kid. I hated them, um, like like Friday the Thirteenth and oh gosh, what was the other one? Nightmare on Elm Street, right with Freddy Krueger. I still can't even watch that to, to to today. I just horror movies, especially when I was a kid in the eighties. I mean, they were just done differently. I guess I just I they they messed me up and freaked me up, and I just I just can't. I just don't like them really. Uh, however, you know, as I got into my twenties and thirties, I became a huge fan of like the walking dead, you know, the zombie show, uh, I think more of it for the hell human element of it, but it's still fascinating to watch. Um, but as far as like horror movies, I mean, I think they have to be like more like, I, I realize that my genre of movies is just more like real stories, real human stories. And, um, those are my jams. It's probably why I like documentaries because they're just real life. I like movies that are basically can really happen. Uh, unlike my wife, who's completely opposite. She's very much into the superhero science fiction fantasy world. Uh, and, and, you know, God bless it. That's just not my jam. I mean, I'll watch them. Um, but you know, I, I watch if, if I use like, for example, like we're watching, I mean, most of the time we're watching movies over. We've already seen them once. I'm like, God, it's, during around the three-fourths of the movie where the big crescendo, um, you know, fight scene, every superhero movie about three-fourths of the way in is the big battle scene between them and the major boss of the movie. And most of those scenes and movies I don't remember because I was probably sleeping during those times. I, I love the story and the buildup and the character development, but once you get into the fighting, ugh, it's just not my jam. Like, all right, how many buildings can you throw the guy into, you know? Um, so but as far as horror movies though, I, yeah, I guess the answer to that is, um, no, I don't really like them now. I mean, I'll see them and I'll occasionally, but I just, they just don't interest me because they kind of bore me. Honestly, uh, I'm not even really even into the monster movies, right. Or the movies that are supposed to be scary, uh, ghost stories or, you know, whatever they have those reality ghost stories, like the paranormal activity. I mean, they're interesting. And I have my favorites. Like, I don't know if you would consider the purge that to be a horror movie, uh, but I find that fascinating. But again, that kind of goes back to that. Could something like that could really happen in real life. As scary as that is to think about. Um, anyway, so, all right. Well, that is kind of the conclusion of today's podcast. Just a, a simple, quick, easy glimpse into some of my thoughts on certain topics. I hope that you've enjoyed it. I hope that we can uh, maintain this momentum and just keep on moving on and going on and just having a good time with one another and just, uh, you know, making This Is Life the best podcast possible. So I love you guys. Have a wonderful the rest of your afternoon, day, evening, wherever you are. God bless you guys. Aloha and mahalo.